Welcome to Confession Radio. I am your host, David Allen. And today, I wanted to invite an extra special guest on Confession on this episode. Most of you know him, but for those who do not, he hails from a sprawling West Coast family of 15. His interest in art is oddly for his family because of his father's military career. Five of his brother's military background and two sisters working in the police force. Welcome actor, confession radio reader, and all-around amazing person, Paul Cram. Welcome to the show, Paul. Oh my gosh, it's so good to be back. Thanks for having me on again, and it's uh, I'm looking forward to catching up with you too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been quite interesting for both of us, really. Um, yeah. You know what what have you been up to? What's going on in your world? Uh, you know, I like literally two days ago, I just wrapped on a movie that it was shooting um, called The Soviet Experiment. So I. It's just so funny because, you know, we just came out of uh, the new year. We just came out of Christmas and the holidays and stuff. And I was shooting a movie right during all of that. What is already generally a very busy time of year. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So, so layer on top. It is awesome. And I told my family, too. I was like, um, I haven't done any Christmas shopping. <laughs> I have not had time. <laughs> Your gift to them is you being on the big screen. How's that? <laughs> There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 been really really busy and really wonderful and amazing. And um, I'm I'm I don't mean to sound like I'm complaining at all. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome to be working on on a film project, you know, with really good actors and a fun little fun little story. Um, I have a question for you. Have you ever heard of uh, this urban legend online called the Soviet Sleep Study? I have not, um, but I did Google the movie that you were just talking about, and I got a little bit of background, but no, I have not. You, and I, I, I knew nothing of it either, actually. When uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it, it's funny because I right after Thanksgiving this year, I or last year, now that we're in the new year, uh, right after that, my my dad was like, he was telling me he's like, I'm gonna take a trip down to Florida and go deep sea fishing, and I have never done that before in my life. And my dad does it all the time, and I was like, you know what? That's something I would like to experience with my dad, you know. So right. really, super last minute, I was like, I'm gonna come with you. So I jumped on a plane, and you know, right after Thanksgiving, and I was down in. Florida. Florida, doing some deep sea fishing, which is awesome. And there's this, there's this kind of, um, thing that happens with us actors. <laughs> if you ever take a vacation anywhere, <laughs> you will get cast in something. <laughs> like, oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. wow. So I need to take more vacations, I guess, because I got, a, <laughs> I got a call and they were like, Hey, we are actually a week into production on this movie. And you know, it's, can you, we'd love to have you on it. And I was like, huh? Okay. Awesome. And they were like, well, can you be here tomorrow? And I was like, well, no, actually I'm supposed <laughs> to go out on this boat and go fishing with my dad. And it's kind of important that I do this right now, <laughs> but I'll be back on Monday, you know? Oh, uh, and so they, they, they moved around a little bit of the shooting schedule and they, they were like, if you can be back on Monday, you've got the part. So that's crazy. I mean, that's awesome, though, right? That's great yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. You're gonna take more vacations. So, tell me about the sleep study. Well, the, it's 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 dark. Uh, the <laughs> urban legend online is is quite dark, actually, and it takes place in like the 1940s in Soviet Russia, um, and purportedly, according to legend, um, they used like an experimental gas to keep try to keep um, some prisoners awake for 30 days. Oh my God! Yeah, and I don't know about you, David, but 
on my end, um, if I just missed like even a day of sleep, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was waiting for a, a moment to jump in and say, listen, if I don't get at least eight hours sleep, I am a beast. I am yep. a beast. Yep, exactly. So you, you can kind of imagine where some of that story goes. It, it gets pretty dark pretty fast, but, um, it, I should mention too, just for li- so listeners know it's loosely based on that legend. It's not, the movie's probably more, I would, I would classify it more as like a little bit of a thriller. And then it has a few moments of horror, but overall it's not maybe as dark as if you look up the urban legend online. <laughs> yeah, really and this crazy. is the, the photos that you have been posting on Twitter are coming from this movie, correct? Like when you're they in are. the yep. bloody gory. So if you haven't had a chance yet, go to his Twitter and check it out because it, you're like unrecognizable. You went from a movie like Wilson to this and it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I always love it when my agent calls and and she's like, she's like, you know, I just am never, it never ceases to amaze me the parts that you get called for. (laughs) At least you're getting called, right? I'm getting called. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, bring on the weird. I'm kind of weird myself. So (laughs) that is true. That's true. I mean, you're very odd. And and I I love following your Twitter, though, because I feel like there's been a transformation since the last time we spoke. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, you were in in the movie with uh, Woody Harrelson and and Laura Dern. And now you're doing this. But I've also been seeing some of the stuff you've been posting, like the hashtag actors life and the storytelling stuff. Tell me about that. Um. Gosh, what to tell about it? I don't know. I don't know. It feels like a natural progression. I guess I'm maybe more, um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if there's been like a specific thing that I can point to and say, like, I decided to do something different. It just feels, I guess I'm trying to share a little bit more about some of the things going on with me. Maybe not quite so much of it all being like, marketing related if that makes sense i don't oh, know sure sure yeah no, I, I love the quote and and this is what you had posted the more i do it acting the more i find that i share a good story often need to get out of the way and let the story come through instead of me this sounds easy it isn't yet it is it's often time consuming to get out of one's way and yes. I, I just love that because like what were you thinking when you were posting it? like t- tell me the meaning behind that Oh, gosh. Well, I have been on several. It's just interesting because every now and then, you know, as an actor, we see ourselves. And I don't know about you, but it's 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 interesting to see yourself acting like after a take. It's like, oh, that's what I look like. Yeah, I don't want to see <laughs> I don't want to see that. Um, or I think specifically in that instance, um, I was coming out of a rehearsal and there's just um like the writers, I have so much appreciation for writers when they write a script and they, you know, a lot of times they're putting in, um, I mean, there's scripts where a writer has been working on it for, you know, years. Um, and it's, it, there's this thing like even in improv acting where it's like, uh, you can be in a blank room and the idea is you have everything you need. And I think that's beautiful for life. Like we have everything we need. It's all, it's all there. We just need to use it. And I think that, I guess that's kind of where my brain was going with that tweet as well, is it's like, generally the writers have given us what we need. Um, I don't need to necessarily reinvent. um, I myself have done this as an actor. I've worked with actors that do this, where it's like, we, we try to make something that isn't there. You know, we try to fill in like with these crazy backstories. And it's like, actually, you don't, always need all that. Sometimes it's like, what is the story that I'm trying to say? What, what, that the writer is trying to tell? And 
you know, I, and I get cast in some very, you know, <laughs> weird, fun, offbeat characters and stuff like that. But generally, they're they're there and they're a part of the story for a bigger reason, a bigger. There's a bigger story being told than just, uh, you know, like in Wilson, I played Woody Harrelson's cellmate. Um, I'm 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 a piece of the puzzle. I'm not the whole puzzle. It's kind of right. where I'm going with that thought. Yeah. And um, I mean, you can use that in life, though, too. I mean, we are our own worst critic. I mean, truth be told, I, I've been in radio for many years, and I never did anything on my own. I always had to have a partner to do things because I didn't have the confidence because I kept telling myself, oh, my God, I sound so terrible when I'm on the air. And finally, I was like, I just got to do it. And I did. And that's, you know, the progression of the show. But it's just in life in general, like you, you were saying earlier, you just make things up. You make it bigger than it really is. And you're right. Life gives us everything we need, but we always just turn everything around to say, oh, it's it's actually, it's not as bad as you think it is. Exactly. Exactly. And and relating it to acting <laughs> so often for me, right. it's like, it's like, I just need to memorize my lines. I need to kind of know a little bit of where I am emotionally and then let that happen. And, and, uh, and that it sounds so simple. It's really hard. It's really challenging to, especially you know, if 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 some of the roles and stuff are very. I, I get cast in a lot of like really emotional. It seems like so there's always <laughs> like just really emotional stuff going on. Um, and letting that happen sometimes it's like I either push it too hard or not enough, and it's just yeah, yeah, getting out of our way. It's, it is. It's a very yeah. interesting process. And it takes a lot to get there, too. I mean, it's it's not something that happens overnight. You know, again, we are our own worst critic. And, and I'm totally guilty of it for years and years and years. Um, you know, people love me. They say it's great. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know what you love, though. What are you loving exactly? Because I'm not, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, right, like, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the last couple of years, it's been it's been. Life is good. I, I guess as I'm getting older and stuff like that too, you know, now I'm 83 is what I sound like when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, as I'm getting older, I think, I think that started stuff like that is just starting to resonate with me more. Um, just kind of taking a step back and looking at things like in, in that way where it's like, gosh, I really, really like in my younger twenties, like I was like, Oh my gosh, I made things a lot harder than they needed to be. Uh, <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to turning 83 at some point in time, you know, (laughs) like, it's like, oh gosh, if, if, if this is where I'm at now, imagine, imagine perspectives and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's cool. It's, I feel like this year has brought such a a, a emotion. I mean, we're only what, 15 days into it, but it's just brought such an emotional shift for, for everyone. Um, you know, including myself and, and even just the listeners in general, like they're, they're demanding so much more different uh, topics and, and other things. And it's just, it's so crazy to me because I, I, t- I too take a step. I'm very reflective. I, I love to reflect. I love to meditate and just kind of figure out what's next and, and how to do it. And I too is the same way. I was just so, I, I was a wreck when I was younger. Oh my God, I was, we won't even talk about that. But I, <laughs> Actually we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd have a whole different perspective of me. Um, but yeah, I was just, I was a mess. I mean, who wasn't though? And that's, that's what makes us, that shapes us who we are today, you know? Totally, totally. And I think I find myself having, um, a lot of grace with, um, you know, some of my younger friends too. I look at them and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're 20. And then I'm like, you know what? Cool. You're 20. Make some mistakes. 
go for it. I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I don't want to, I think I'm, I'm learning too. like, I don't want to take that away from people where it's like, actually they, they do need to make some mistakes and they do need to learn that a, a bit, just like I did, you know, and then having some grace, even with myself where it's like, well, I made mistakes. I, I still do. And, um, being able to kind of look at yourself from the outside and be like, okay, but, but you're going to grow from that and learn. So chill out a little bit. You know, I get so anxious every now and then. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. It's just, it's your ego. You know, your ego is constantly coming up and trying to rear its ugly head and try to tell you to do things that necessarily you would be embarrassed of. But, you know, again, it's, it's taking that step and knowing that, okay, no matter what happens, I could fail. If I fly, if I fail, that's awesome. You know, it, one of two things are always going to happen. Either it's going to be an epic fail or it's going to be a super success. I mean, really there's no in between, but it's right. getting up to that right. point and understanding that at least you tried it. You know, there, there's nothing to be embarrassed of. There's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, hell, I've had many breakdowns before, but you'll heal and you'll recover and, and then you could talk about it. And that's what I think is the most liberating thing for me is that I could say, oh, my God, I did this. I did that. But I could talk about it now and I can right. you know, guide right. people. I'm not one to tell people what to do. I will give you advice. I will guide you what you do with it. That's up to you, because unfortunately, we're you know, we're creatures of habit. So we're going to keep doing what we feel is best, no matter what other people are telling us to do. Oh, exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> what you're saying is, is resonant. I have a younger brother and oh my gosh, I think in the past year or so, I, some of what I'm talking about too is, is kind of what I'm thinking about as we're, as we're having this conversation, just like, I think my approach with him, I don't know that I would shovel quite so many opinions down his throat now. Um, right. as I did, like even just a year ago, it's just like, you know what? He's young. He's going to make some mistakes and, here, here to offer up uh, maybe some thoughts or something, but maybe not quite so much, maybe not quite so many, like, you must do this, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> that and and that's, yeah. again, we've been there and that's, that's what's so frustrating because you watch them go through it and you're like, I don't want you to fail. I don't want you to make the same mistakes I did. But in all actuality, though, we need them to do that, though, because otherwise they're never going to learn. Yeah. If we're continuing, yeah. it's like giving them a test and then giving them the answers. They're never going to learn. Right, right, right. No, and I and I can even relate that to, to my own acting. I mean, I can look back. I think most actors, I think most creative types, whenever you're working in any art form, um, I want everything to be great, <laughs> and that's just not possible. That's just not feasible. It's not. That's not real life. Not every single thing that we try to do, you know, through work or artistic expression, can be great. That's just not a thing. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree because yeah. we're looking for for perfection that doesn't exist within ourselves, and and then also there's the outside critics and you know our, yeah. our inner voices <laughs> yeah. as well. So we're competing against a lot, honestly. Every yeah. day we get out of bed, whether we're on the air, or we're off the air, even with your own family, like you said with your brother, we are competing against so much every single day. At the moment right. we put our feet on the right. ground, it's nuts. You pick up your phone, <laughs> you get an email, a phone call, a text, and you're like, oh shit, what's today going to bring? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And, and <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. No, what was running through my head when you were saying that was just that call from to, to even work on this recent movie, the Soviet sleep experiment. Like, like I literally had two days, you know, and, and I, I got off the plane and there, and then I got a call from the director and I was, I actually, no, wait, I called him and I was like, so I see that this, this is all in English, but it's supposed to be in Russia. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You need to learn a Russian accent by tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> um, 
And so it's just, it's some of those things like that where it's like, I'm not going to be perfect on this. Like, right, <laughs> I don't have, right. like I have, I have basically 12 hours to, to do this and I'm going to do the best I can and, you know, we'll roll with it and see what happens and, um, kind of take the bull by the horns and do the best you can. And I'm sure that there will be some critics and, <laughs> Oh yeah, they're always will. I mean, you could put the the most stellar performance on in your life, and and as I tell you know my my closest friends, we talk about this all the time. When you put yourself out there, whether it's radio or screen or anywhere, Twitter, anywhere, you are opening yourself up to criticism, criticism, yeah. good, bad, yeah. and ugly. I mean, there's nothing you could do about it. Somebody will always have an opinion about something. And and to that end, like I actually, I don't ever want to be one of those people that can't. Um, can't take some good criticism or critiques, you know, even some bad criticism. It's like, eh, is there merit to it? Then, then tell me, I want to know. Like I always, do you get kind of what I'm saying? There's a part of me that, yes, there's like those online sort of troll type things where you're never going to make them happy. But there are some really good critics out there too, where it's like, oh, actually there's something to what you're saying. Like, I don't want to live in that bubble where I'm like, I can't hear any Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Listen, I it it took me years to get where I'm at. But this past year, 2018, was such an eye opener for me because like it it was learning to kind of shift through that nonsense, you know, because you're going to get the good, the bad and the ugly. And, you know, when I had launched confessions before, I got critiques and I got, you know, people who loved it, who hated it, who was kind of like, meh. Um, But it's it's learning to find a lesson in everything and it just this goes to a whole new deeper level it's a whole different conversation about people and their frustration you know a projection how they feel about themselves they're projecting onto you they hear something that resonates with them just like you know we did earlier with your brother you're like oh shit that just that brought up a lot right now you know like (laughs) right and but it's it's learning how to verbalize that feeling in a in a respectful polite manner most people don't know how to do it so they just lash out you know, this this is how I feel about myself. So I'm just going to throw it on to you because I don't want to feel like this anymore. Yeah. And and uh, along those lines, I think something that's really uh, within that framework of what you just kind of laid out, like I, I think I'm really realizing I'm from the Midwest, um, you know, up, up towards in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, towards the Canadian border is where I, you know, <laughs> born and raised. And um there's a there's a little bit of a passivity I think that occurs. Uh, oh, sure. I think it's sure. I think it's that Nordic Scandinavian rooted background <laughs> in some of the areas there. But <laughs> um, within what you just said about you know people kind of projecting their own things onto others, um, I'm and I and I I, I chuckle because I'm like, well, gosh, it sure took me a long time to learn this part of it. Mm. Is that is being okay with that? When other people are projecting things onto me, especially like if it's online or something like that, it's like, eh, you know what? That's that's not me. That's actually what what somebody else is saying or their opinion. It's like, yeah, eh, that's because you know, I, I, that's just really learning how how to. Um, I think I think over a lot of my life, I really cared, um, and it's not that I don't care. It's just that it's like, well. Just realizing a lot of people's opinions are coming from their own, be it hurts or experiences and things like that. And it's like a lot of times learning the difference, if that makes sense, between who I really am and where it's like, oh, that's that that's just them. And that has nothing to really do with me. 
while having while hopefully he's still giving them some grace so it's like yeah well that's okay sure i mean we all come we're very fear-based individuals all of us the human race in general is very fear-based you know it's what if paul cram is bigger than i am so we're gonna you know we're gonna try to drag him down we can't celebrate each other's successes we're constantly trying to uh celebrate you know the things that that oh like well he's better than me so i'm gonna try to you know bring him down and that's and working in the industry that i work in it's a very fear-based reaction most of the time and and again like even though i've been off the air for i don't know about a year now i still get the confession i still read them even the one i sent you earlier it's just like we're so fear-based and we're always looking for that help and it's like i've learned that i have to stop asking for permission i have to start giving notice like hey i'm here I'm unapologetic. I don't want to bring anybody down, but, you know, I need to help myself before I can help anybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like being on the, being on the airplane. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, I gotta, I gotta do this real quick. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I, I appreciate um, your human life, but <laughs> there's only one life jacket and I, I you know, like, <laughs> there's, there's air masks for everybody, but I need to put mine on first before <laughs> right. I help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, David Allen here from Confession Radio and the Podcast Whisperer. I am so excited today to tell you guys about Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm gives you all the tools that you need to create your own podcast. And the best part, it's free. You can monetize from it. You have creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And it will distribute as well to all the major podcast websites, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those amazing, amazing podcast platforms. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Um, And that's why I said we're just all fear-based. And and a lot of it, like I had to, I had to learn I call it, I put myself on the moon, you know, and and I I pluck myself off this earth. Like I envision myself just kicking and screaming, going up to the moon and kind of overlooking a situation. Like if something really crazy arises or if I get a negative review or, you know, somebody's just being negative all around, I try to pull myself away from it and look over it and say, okay, so where are they coming from? You know, where, where is this all coming from? How is this affecting me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as an actor, um, well, and I don't mean to own, I don't mean to take that away. I I think, I think in all, in every industry and in any endeavor that people work on, I'm sure, um, for, for whatever reason with acting, it seems (laughs) because, you know, the actor is the product in in many ways. Um, Sure. Sure. So critiques and things like that, it's hard not to take some of them really personally, um, I don't know though. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of a film that I had done. Um, this was several years ago. Um, a little film called 13 hours in a warehouse. And at that point in time, at that point in time, for, for whatever reason, and this makes me chuckle, I had a Mohawk, like I had a, (laughs) um, (laughs) a bit of a Mohawk. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it, it was enough where it was like, okay, that's a Mohawk if you really hairspray it up. But you know, um, and, and then I got cast in this movie and they were like, you know what? We'll just keep it. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but after the movie came out, you know, it went to Redbox and and some of those things, and um, the re- a lot of the reviews commented on it. And I just remember at first being that thing of like, oh my gosh, that's they're talking about me. And then I just took a step back and I was like, actually, I kind of agree with them. Like this was a really dumb haircut for this part. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't know. It, I, 
I'm just kind of riffing on what you're saying, but um, yeah, I, no. there was there was something positive though, because I I remember I think I think one of the writers or something that from Redbox like had tweeted something out or whatever, and I just responded and I was like, hey, I'm the I'm the actor, and I kind of agree with you, and it was so interesting his response back to me, like I just I won't forget it because, um, his response back was so kind, and he. It was almost like all of a sudden, instead of it being like this actor that is in like this nether region world of like non-existence, he all of a sudden saw me as a human being person with feelings and stuff. And he was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like I, he didn't really take back what he said, but he just, he, he actually did a, a quite a really, he, he did an interview with me. He was like, let's talk, you know? Um, and it was just interesting. And I think that's something that I think we all can learn from, I, I, I learned from his response where I was like, Oh, Oh, he didn't see me as a human being before. And now he does. Um, and I think that's something that I'm seeing on social media happening a lot right now is, is we so demonize people without actually taking yes. a step back and being like, there's a person with feelings, emotions. And can I see that person? Can I, it's so easy to hide behind this digital, screen yeah. yeah this digital screen and and like take away people's humanity and and emotions and i don't know yeah we we i've done this i mean we say so many things that we would never say to somebody's face well most of us i mean <laughs> i oh. i am the type of person that i will tell you i mean if i feel like it's something valuable i mean again you know i was a, i was a mess when i was younger so i said a lot of things that i, I didn't truly mean but again doing that though i've learned today that if it doesn't hold any value, there's no sense of even bringing it up. You know, like I'm yeah. going to give you criticism. Yeah. I'm going to construct what you're doing, but at the same time, I'm going to try to do it in a, the most positive way that I know how to. And, right. you know, right. and it's, it's like, know your energy and know how this fits into the, your vision and just make it pop. You know, that's, that's kind of what I do with, with confessions. I know that's what you do in your acting. You know, you know, your energy, you're very in tune with yourself. And you know, that... I try to be, I get myself in a lot of trouble. I, I don't mean to come across like I have this all figured out. Cause Oh my gosh, especially my family would tell anybody they're like Paul and my friends too. <laughs> they're like, Paul is nice, but yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who do I need to call? I need to bring him on yes, here. I need to talk yes, about yes. this. No, I get really blunt. Um, matter of fact, and to the point and, um, uh, yeah, I I I think I'm I buck against a little bit of that passivity. I'm like I definitely I think I think it's worthwhile to have some tough conversations. So Absolutely agree. Sometimes we need that though. We need that yeah. that reality to cuz again, you know, if it's like the battered wife, you know, they they spill the salt and the husband goes crazy and they can constantly defend, you know, like, "Oh, I did it. It was my fault. I knew that makes him mad. I knew that pisses him <laughs> off." But it's like, "Yo, sister, when is enough enough? Like, when are you right. going to grow up? When is it time for you to 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 be a better person and and not deal with this, you know, and right. right. But again, and, it's yeah. it's how they process that knowledge, though. We're giving it to them. We see it. We're on the outside of it. We see the bigger picture. We're on the moon right now, looking at them. But <laughs> it's yes. a great analogy, yes. isn't it? Um, it I love is. that. It is. It and is. Um, that actually I came totally... from one of a coworker that I used to work with, and she, her, and I were so just amazing together. Like we're very spiritually connected. And she said that to me one day, and I'm sitting in her office and just venting about everything, life and work. And, and she's like, listen, listen, 
you got to put yourself on the moon. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but it works, though. I mean, you got to take yeah. yourself out of take that. Take a step back. And, yeah, yeah, because if you don't, you're just it's just going to continue. And then you're going to go, you know, 10 years from now, you're going to look at your life and go, God, I wasted so much time. Right, right, right. Well, and I think I think everybody will have some of those, some of those. I, I think you've, yeah. I, how can you not? How can you not? <laughs> right. Right. Because, you know, again, growing up, we were, you know, we were taught to to not live in the moment, but just to constantly plan, plan, plan. And then eventually we just go to college and that all goes to shit. So, you know, it's just I don't know, man. It, it's just it's such an interesting thing to me. And like I said, there's so much growth in this past year for me because and I'm still processing. I don't have it down either, but I know I know my energy. I know my worth. I know what I can bring. And, you know, I'm trying to bring it all together. Love it. <laughs> I totally love it. So yeah, so that's there's that. So other than that, what else have you been working on? I know you've been working on a movie called Kill Game, right? Um, Kill Game is done. That 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 is done and out. Um, that was fun. It was sh that shot in Chicago. But yeah, people can find that. I believe on online right now. I think they can find it on Amazon um, or some other streaming services. Yeah, Kill Game is out. So, um, how many movies yeah. have you been uh, have you done since you know last, we last talked? Oh gosh, um, I have done. I've done a few. I've done a. Few, <laughs> I've done a few, and some of them, some of them blur together. Uh, the you know I'll mention this one just because I, I shot this one last year, and it's now uh, Lionsgate picked it up. So it'd probably be, you know, Lionsgate picked it up, but there I think it's going to be playing on some cable networks or something like that. Uh, but the name of the film it's called The Lumber Baron. Oh, okay. And it is a period piece. So if people like, um, I don't know, for I, I'm kind of digging it that I'm, I keep getting cast in period pieces of late. Um, you know, like the Soviet sleep experiment is set in the, in the 40s. It's a really cool period piece. Um, so the Lumber Baron is the most is is the one that I think is going to be the most recent release. It'll be it'll be out here hopefully this spring. Um, yeah, and people can check that out if they if if they want. I hear it may have a little bit of a theatrical run, so we'll we'll fingers crossed. We'll see how that comes together. That's awesome. So there's a lot of great things happening for you. I mean, you know, it's it's was I think it was March of 2017 last time we spoke. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's it's so crazy to think. Oh my gosh, like because it doesn't feel like it's been that long. Uh, in some ways it does, and then in other ways it doesn't. That's how life goes. I, the days are. The, I heard a really great saying: "The days are long, but the years are fast." That is true. Time really has flown by. I mean, like I said, I, I, you know, it's just there's always so much happening in in my life, at least. So it's just you know, my days are so short, and it's just like, you know, today was just incredible how crazy it was. But you know, here it is, and here we are, and you know, it's just, it's just, it's just pretty awesome. I mean, this year is going to bring some great changes, I think, for all of us. I think so too. I think so too. I'm I'm looking forward to 2019. I am too. This is the first time I'm actually looking forward to a year. So we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. <laughs> All right. So I sent you a confession earlier and uh, do you want to go ahead and read? I will do it. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Here we go. Um, just getting it up. Okay. Uh, here's the confession. I graduated college about six months ago. Right after graduation, I got a park ranger job. It was about a five-month-long seasonal position. I figured I could spend those months looking for work. I did that, but haven't been able to find a good job besides the one I have now, which I took in panic after my season ended. I work at a transit line selling tickets. I really, really hate this job. 
I'm not going to bore you with all the juicy details, but suffice to say that the work is depressing. Press button. Out comes the ticket. The pay, miserable, and the social environment is really isolating. I don't know what to do. I've been looking for work, but nothing seems to pan out. I have been considering quitting my job and treating my job search as a job, i.e. spending 8 to 10 hours a day on the streets or applying for work or interviewing full-time. I'm so frustrated and depressed. Every time I have to go to work, I think about jumping in front of an 18-wheeler instead. I live with my parents at the moment, but I'm trying to move out very soon. Signed, don't let me get, don't let me get me in Milwaukee. Am I reading that right? Don't let me get me. Don't let me get me. Yep. Yep. That's the way I'm reading it too. Oh, this is interesting. God, I can relate to this. (laughs) Let me ask you first before you you, you answer this. Have you ever worked, before your your prestigious acting acting career, have you ever worked a job that you absolutely hated? Have I ever worked? um, I have worked a few jobs where I got a little bored here and there, but I have not worked a job to the extent where I was so, I don't think I ever reached the point of frustration that I'm reading in this. No. Interesting. I mean, I never wanted to throw myself in front of an 18 wheeler, but because to, <laughs> yeah. to me, I don't care what you're doing. It's not worth that level of frustration. And and again, no, not at you all. know, we're, we're coming from fear. You know, she graduated from college six months ago and right after graduation, she got a park, she was a park ranger. So I understand that may have been a seasonal position, but I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll piggyback off what you got to say. Um, yeah, no, you know, I, I, I have a few suggestions maybe perhaps. Um, I would say tell your college, if you graduated from college about six months ago, tell your college that you haven't found work. I think most colleges are very, very, very supportive of their graduates and want to, help facilitate finding work. So if you haven't done that yet, I would definitely get in touch with your college. Tell them, you know, that you're having a hard time and you're not finding stuff. And hopefully, uh, if they're good, they will they will kind of get on the ball with that. Um, my other suggestion would be um, to volunteer, like in a related field. It, I, I get the impression from reading this, and maybe I'm totally wrong, but it sounds like um, – Whatever she, whatever the college degree is in is some obviously something that this person is interested in doing. So I would say to before you can you know if you can't get hired in that field, volunteer in it. Um, you know, volunteer for the chamber of commerce or you know, I would totally. I'm that's coming from my own personal work experience in life. Like I, when I was first starting out in acting, I vol like I I volunteered on working on so many film projects. Like I've worked on, um, gosh, I want I, I think almost more than a hundred film like student film projects before I was getting cast. So wow. I, yeah, like That's a lot. And yeah, yeah, the the thousands of hours of of I've put in a ton of time. So. Um, yeah, I, that those would be a couple of things that I would do right off the bat. Uh, the other thing I would mention, um, let me see, the end of this says I, I live with my parents at the moment, but I'm trying to move out very soon. Um, I almost wonder if it wouldn't be better to go to your parents and say, hey, let me live here for another few months. Let me quit this job that's going nowhere. Let me volunteer. Let me hit the pavement and really, really you know, whatever this degree is that you have, really try to dig, sink your teeth into finding a job or a position in that. Um, 
And then if you, you know, obviously we all need to make money too. I don't know if there's night work. I know like people can work security or even temp jobs. I would do whatever I had to do to get out. If I was working in a job where I was contemplating, you know, I think she's saying this in jest, but you know, if it's, if if you're contemplating jumping (laughs) in front of an 18 wheeler, quit. Life's way too short and go, go get a temp job or do something, you know, temp work. I don't, I do not turn my nose up at any, uh, any sort of temp work because it's like, you know what? You can try a whole bunch of different things. Um, I am familiar with Milwaukee. I know that there's, there's great temp jobs to be had there or you're close to Chicago too. You're a couple hours away. I think there's a lot of different tacks and approaches that one could take within this scenario. So hopefully some of that is, hopefully some of that is helpful and and hopefully the degree um, is in something that's, that's sort of in demand too. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, and I I just can't top that. I mean, that, that is the best advice because I absolutely agree. I think that it's great. Um, you know, the other thing I was thinking about too is is doing the temp job and moving somewhere else that might be a little bit more your pace. I mean, maybe Milwaukee is not offering exactly what you're looking for. I mean, you can go like say you uh, you want more of a bigger city feel, like a New York City vibe, you know, something like that. Yeah. You know, so work something or or continue to work this job, bank all you can bank, and then get the hell out of Dodge. I mean, that's, you know, and that way you might be able to, I mean, or even at this point, start reaching out to other companies in other areas. And there's some companies that will move you. There are companies that if you relocate here, will hire (laughs) you. You know, so there's there's a couple different options in this, and and like you said, I I don't think that she's gonna throw herself or he she is gonna throw herself in front of a eighteen wheeler, but I agree, life is way too short for this, and and I can relate to this in so many levels because I've been there too, with these these jobs that, you know, you're it, it you just go there and you're excited, you're ready to go, you're revving up, and then you plateau because it's like reality sets in like, damn, what am I doing right now? I don't want to be here doing this. Like, what am I doing? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. It happens often more than not. It it truly does. And and I feel for this person because I, like I said, I can relate 100%. Never wanted to get to the point where I wanted to, you know, harm myself or, and if that's the truth, you know, I definitely seek, you know, suicide help. But Given the circumstance, I think, like you said, this is just a, you know, just an expression at this point, but one of those expressions and, um, (laughs) and I, and I, and I, I, to this day, like I volunteer, like at my local library and I have to say like personally outside of, outside of the acting industry world, like those kind of, um, the word I keep thinking of is referrals. It's not referrals. It's, um, references, those kind of references, like build up some good references, you know, go volunteer somewhere, go do something where you're going to get a really good ref- reference for build on it, you know? Oh, sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Network with I'm, people as well. I mean, you never <laughs> yeah. know. Honestly, uh, this is truth. Like you volunteering the library, some big director can be coming in for inspiration and go, Oh, whoa. We, oh, you're Paul Cram. I know you, I need you here. <laughs> I mean, listen, anything can happen, right? I, any, any, anything can happen. Anything can happen. <laughs> I think, I think I actually get more out of it. I think everybody that, any anybody and everybody that volunteers, I think they, they especially if it's it's sort of towards helping others, you're going to get more out of it than anybody. So, I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And I hope she, that I hope that whoever this is gets. I hope they get a really good job at some point. Not just a job, actually. I feel like the underlying thing here is 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 they want a career. I agree, and I mean the good news too, based on this, is that they live with their parents. You know, to yeah. they're very yeah. fortunate to, and I don't know what their parents' situation. I don't know if they're charging rent and bills and things like that. But like you had said earlier, maybe talk with them and just say, "Hey, this is an opportunity for me. I I just need to save some money." 
parents usually understand so and they want to oh, see them absolutely. grow and absolutely. most I, likely I they imagine. want them out of the house too so <laughs> <laughs> well and i can't imagine a parent if 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 uh, if, a, if, if one of their kids came up to them and was like, here's where, here's my plan. Here's what I'm working towards. If, if, if I had kids and one of them came up to me and said like, here's my plan. I started volunteering somewhere. I'm doing work with them. I'm, you know, maybe doing a presentation. Like I would be like, Oh, you want, you want to live here for another month? Great. <laughs> like, <laughs> how can I help you? Because it's going to help launch, uh, him or her or whoever. It's going to help launch them into a bigger, better better thing. I, I, yeah, I'd have a hard time thinking any parent would not want that for their kid. One of the things that I've learned very, very recently, just in the past couple of months, is so astounding to me because, and, and it's so true. I mean, this is very, very true. We put in such an emotional response into our jobs, you know, whether it's McDonald's or a CEO or wherever you're working. And we expect that job to check every box for us, right? So we go into work, we punch in, we do a good job. We want that attaboy. We want that raise. We want... But what we're missing, though, is that these jobs like her, you know, you hit the button, ticket comes out, you hand it to the customer. These jobs are doing exactly what they were designed to do, and that's to pay you for your labor. Right, right. It's not to say, oh, you're going to be here for the rest of your life. We're going to inspire you enough to be a ticket person the rest of your life. So we've put so much emotional energy into these positions. What needs to happen is you need to rethink about this. Okay, so this person, yeah, they, they give tickets away, but what is this helping me do? How is this helping me get to the next stage of my life? Yeah, exactly. And 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 for me, were I in this were I in that predicament or in that in that situation, um, what you just said, like if I was able to internalize that and then look at this job as like, oh my gosh, okay. Well, then I'm just going to do this as long as I need to. And then boom, I'm, I'm working right. that, that thing of working towards something bigger, something better. It, it so motivates me to, it makes me happier. <laughs> right. And, and that's the thing. Like I said, I learned that because I was putting so much, I mean, we're, we're, we're trading our time. You know, I get that. I right. understand that our right. time is very valuable, but we put so much into what we, what we're doing. And most people are seriously, I mean, I, I've met uh, a front desk clerk at a hotel that's been there for 13 years. I mean, that's that's amazing. And she's happy. She's happy doing it. By all means, that's what yeah. she wants to do. No, that's excellent. But at the same time, that's not for me. I certainly don't want to do that for the rest of my life. So when I'm in, if I were in that position, I would be thinking, okay, what's next? You know, this position, and, and it took a while to get there, but when you think about how can this help me get to the next stage, that's when things start, you know, turning in your head, like you just said, volunteering or, you know, looking at other jobs outside or doing other things. I get it that you're unhappy with this, but think about how this is helping you get to the next part of your life. Exactly. I love it. Right. So, Paul Cram, it has been such a pleasure. What, what, what do you got promoting today? What are you doing? Um, I'm just going to, I'm just going to mention to people, uh, to keep an eye out for the Soviet sleep experiments. Uh, it'd probably be, it'll be a little while before it's out, but, uh, you know, keep your ears, ears to the wall. And, <laughs> um, if people want to find me, like I know that we had mentioned my Twitter earlier, probably the easiest way to do that is to look at paulcramactor.com and then they can jump out, you know, all the links are there if they want to glance at Twitter or anything like that. Or, um, I always love interacting with people. So check it out. <laughs> I absolutely, uh, I love your Twitter because like I said, I, I pulled a lot of that stuff from the Twitter and, and even just the, the photos of you, like seeing the, the transformation to makeup and stuff. It's, it's really neat. It's a really cool thing to look at. 
Yeah, no, thank you. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, some of that makeup stuff is, it's insanely cool how they put that together. How long does it take for you to look like that? Um, on the Soviet sleep experiment, I think I was in the makeup chair probably about like, maybe I think the longest time, uh, actually I'm remembering there was a couple of other things that you don't see in the photo. Uh, <laughs> I was in the <laughs> makeup chair, if I had to guess about an hour and a half. That's not too bad. I mean, it's that's the way bad. I wake up no. every morning. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's no. easy for me. <laughs> it's not, it's not too bad. I do. I have worked uh, with actually the, the makeup uh, special effects makeup artist. His name is Chris Ballas. He's amazing. He's won, you know, he's won awards for his, his special effects makeup. Um, I think the project I worked on with him, that was, yeah, that was the longest I've ever sat in the, his makeup chair was for four hours. Um, Holy getting, crap getting this like swollen eye thing on half of my face done up and um it was that was a lot that it was great but it was i was like wow that 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 was really uh lesson in patience i guess as an actor where it's like all right well i'm gonna be sitting here for a long time you know that's nuts that's crazy yeah yeah i mean it's it's astounding these days when you talk to actors and and actresses and, and people who are in that industry you're like oh, oh eight hours seven hours i'm like how can you sit still for that long to let them do what they need to do exactly exactly <laughs> well like i said as always it's been a pleasure thank you so much for your time today paul and don't forget to visit the confession website confessionradio.net you can hear us on all of the major streaming services we're on spotify now which is great pandora uh iHeartRadio, uh, itunes anywhere you want to hear this just go to confessionradio.net and like us on facebook and follow us on twitter until next time Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Confession Radio. A couple things before you go. First is, I absolutely love doing this for you. I love it, love it, love it. I'm hoping you love it just as much as I do. If you do, show some support. Go to anchor.fm slash confession radio and click on the support tab. You can support me by a monthly subscription of either 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99. Totally depends on your budget. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Confession Radio, and like us on Facebook, Confession Radio Net. Until next time, see you soon.